Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast, Part 2. John, how you doing, buddy? Pull up a stool, car, whatever you're doing. Oh, I'm driving through the mountains. You know how it is. Yeah. We already lost one cut, so let's try this one again. So, how are you doing? Happy birthday. Happy 60th, John. You heard that joke before? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes, it was as funny as it was all the first time. Yes, hilarious. Happy 51, buddy. All right, thanks. Yeah, yeah, like uh, we said before, it's my 30th anniversary, my 21st birthday. So. Uh, and Robbie said that too. You guys think alike. There you go. There yeah, you go. but anyhow, how are you uh, doing? How's Lisa? Uh, she's okay now. Um, she had a rust bell. We were supposed to go to the parks on... Tuesday, we were supposed to go. We had a one-night stay at Polly, Magic Kingdom Reservations, Epcot in the afternoon, and Boma for breakfast, and I almost got in an accident, but I didn't, so that's that's a good thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Anyway, uh, yeah. Been good for yeah. ratings, but that's about it, John. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, bad for this guy's insurance, because yeah. it wasn't his fault. So. But anyway, um, yeah, we had everything ready, and I mean literally everything. I was downstairs sitting in my chair watching the news, getting ready, drinking my coffee, waiting for Lisa to go, let's go. Uh, I'm just waiting for her to get finished getting ready and had the car park packed, uh, you know, with our miscellaneous stuff for a one-day trip, which is an amazing amount of crap for a one-day trip. But anyhow, uh, had her scooter in there and the whole shebang. And then I heard her uh, tell JJ, uh, get your dad. And I went, oh, hell. <laughs> it all went downhill from there. So uh, she came back from the bathroom and she felt clammy. Uh, she, uh, her heart was racing and she felt lightheaded and stuff like that. And so um, Lisa being Lisa, automatically it's the end of the world and we're all going to die. Um, so <laughs> yeah, and I, re- I, I know, I know she's going to illness and so yes i understand that but i also know my wife and everything becomes a ginormous big deal when it doesn't necessarily have to be mm-hmm. um so 
Yeah, uh, so of course we had to. I, she didn't, debated going to the hospital or going up to the doctor's office. We went, went, ended up going back up to the doctor's office, and I ended up sitting there five and a half hours while they gave her IV fluids and everything like that. And she ended up. Uh, uh, it basically at the end of the day was pretty much dehydration. She mm. hadn't been drinking enough again. And, uh, I mean, me, Doug, I don't know. I've always been like this. I either have a soda, a bottle of water, a coffee, or a beer in my hand. That's just the way I am. Me I'm too. I'm never more something. than a couple feet from a drink. Yeah, I'm always doing that. And, it, it, and I wonder if, because I was talking to a couple of guys at work, and I don't know if that's a woman thing, maybe because they're worried about what becomes necessary if you drink a lot. <laughs> yeah. maybe, maybe that's what it is, you know, because guys don't care. I mean, you got to go, you got to go. It is what it is, you know. Um, so, but maybe because there's a couple of guys at work that have had, had the same problem with their wives of dehydration, especially at the parks, you know. I mean, because you're going to get out there and you're going to get super hot. You've got to drink all day. So, but uh, yeah, that, that ended up being what it was. She got uh, rehydrated and then by Wednesday she was feeling better. Today she's She's quite a bit better, so. Mm. Um, but it, that's after the last uh, AC treatment, and we started the new taxol this week. So, yeah. uh, what a, whole starts... new, a whole new animal. So. so, what's this week? Radiation? No, this week is just a second series of uh, chemotherapy. Oh, okay. uh, the first stuff was AC, and then this stuff is called taxol, and she's got four treatments of that that's every other week so eight weeks basically of that and then we'll do they'll do a scan see what how we're progressing and see how much radiation she's going to need okay so sorry johnny is what it is so so did yeah, you, you, the, you at know, the very least did you get your uh night back or did they keep that well uh at the end of the day, it was, or I hate that saying, just like you, but I can't help it sometimes. But, uh, yeah, it, it became very easy after jumping through a whole lot of hoops. I called uh, DVC, and they said, we're sorry, you've checked it. It's been checked in already. It's out of our hands. You can call the front desk of the poly, and they should be able to do it for you. So I called the number that they gave me, and, of course, it's not the exact front desk of the poly. It's the... Um, customer service line and I sat on hold for 20 minutes they do uh, but that, that's the one thing that really pisses me off well, not one thing one of many things lately with Disney <laughs> I was gonna say, that's the one thing yeah no, that really that really thing. pisses me off with them now it used to be back in the day where you could call any hotel directly now they just well, him haul you all over the place yeah yeah it's a, a general service line and so I, like I sat online for 20 minutes, ended up getting disconnected because I dropped my phone or something, called back, sat on hold for another 15, 20 minutes, finally got through to somebody, and they said, uh, well, I'm going to try to connect you directly. So they tried to connect me directly, but they told me, well, nobody's answering the phone. We're going to send them a message, and they'll call you back. And so, of course, uh, okay, sure. Uh, I sat there for about 10 minutes and decided they weren't really going to call me back, so I started calling again. And, of course, what happens as soon as I call? They call me back. Yeah. So I missed their call. <laughs> and I, I did that twice, of me missing their call while I'm trying to call. And then finally I got through to the guy because he left the um, direct line. He did leave the direct line to the poly front desk. And so I called there, and, and within – I don't know, 15 seconds, I had the points back in my in my thing. So, uh, 
But and once I had the telephone number for the poly, I put it into my phone and saved it. So yes, now I have the front desk for the poly. Yeah, well, that's a good tip, John. And I do tell my clients when they book a trip through me, I tell them because as you can see, everybody. John does not have the best cell service around the parks all the time, and the parks get a little iffy sometimes with storms and stuff like that. So if you check into your room and you want to call, uh, go to the front desk and ask them for the direct line in case one of your loved ones or family members do need you and can't get you on your cell phone, they can leave a message at the front desk. Because if they try to get that number on their own, it could be a two-hour tour before they actually get the number oh, they need. It's it's incredible. It's amazing. That and if when you just look it up on Google, that's what they're going to give you. Yes. Eric one eight hundred or the you know the cell phone the number that goes to customer service, not or guest relations, not uh, the actual telephone. No matter what resort you look up, that's the one you're going to get. So, yeah, and and but, uh, I think yeah. it sucks because like years ago, like when Mom's birthday and different things were going on. I would call Riverside directly because I set some things up in the room for her. You understand? It was so nice. You'd call the front desk whenever you wanted. Because even when that lady, remember I told you how wonderful the one lady was from Riverside? I even called her boss at the front desk and told them what a wonderful job the cast member did. So even if you have good cast members now at your resort, you used to be able to call up and say, Julie or Tony or whatever was fabulous. Now you like they make it so hard where you can't even reward cast members anymore. Yeah, it's a, it's a pain to try to get to a live person. It really is, especially the person that somewhere where you're trying to do it. And like I said, once I got a hold of the right person, it was, it was literally done. no problem at all. So No, it's but. a joke, dude. It's a joke. It, it's crazy. And whatever you do, John, if you do call the resort, you can't you know ask for your mom or dad. You got to I don't know what language you need to use, but don't say mom or dad anymore. Do you hear that one now? No. New Air Force recruits. It's in the guidebook now that they don't want the the new the new uh, recruits to call to mention their parents as mother or father, or they don't want to be called they you they don't want you to use the term girlfriend or boyfriend no more. I, I'm starting to get scared. I'm not allowed to talk apparently, John. Yeah, they they encourage you not to call your parents your mother or father. Have you ever okay. heard? Have you ever heard such? And it, it, it look it up. It's the truth. I I thought I was in Bizarro World today, so I was going to yell at you if you because usually you asked how mom's doing. I was going to say, don't you dare call her mom. <laughs> You'll be insulting her. I mean, it is ridiculous, dude. But yeah, the new Air Force guidebook guidebook doesn't want new recruits referring to parents as mother and father anymore. So I don't know what the heck they are, well, John. What are they? Parent one and parent two? No, I, apparently, I, I don't know. It? All I know is I'm disrespected if you're parent too. Yeah. Honestly, parent one and parent A maybe. Yeah. All I know is I'm going to get another lecture for Paul. (laughs) Frank said that this time. It was Frank. Yeah. Frank. But I I don't get it, dude. Yeah, but don't. Well, I mean, you know, Doug, that that's a uh, uh, they can they can urge that, but I don't. I'm pretty sure that nobody in the Air Force is going to get trouble for saying my mom uh uh me an apple pie well yeah well the only problem is if enough people complain about it you could be reprimanded i don't know john you tell me i don't know my my niece got in trouble at school for calling a girl a girl she got brought down to the principal's office twice now (laughs) and she's she's 11 years old (laughs) <laughs> I, I swear to God, John, it, it's it's craziness. But anyhow, 
Uh, that was my week, John. And, All right. Yeah. But anywho, my Phillies are barely hanging on. My Eagles are looking awesome. Eagles look good. Bucks look good. Gators look like warmed over dog poop. Uh, but it is what it is. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that quarterback seems to be a little bit off, John. He has all the talent yeah. in the world, but he, he makes uh, bonehead well, plays. Uh, well, it's not only that. Uh, for some reason, they're not calling any run plays for him. Why in God's name would you have this guy that they're not going to be afraid of his pass until he develops a run game? And he's, it's impossible to, for him to develop a run game if you don't call any run plays for him. And the last two weeks, they haven't called any run plays for him. Maybe one out of the last two weeks. And that, that just does makes no sense whatsoever. Okay, maybe you're you're afraid he's going to get hurt, but then what's the value of having a player like that if you're afraid he, that he's going to get hurt? I, I, It boggles my mind. It really does. No, no, it's not. It's Penn State is hanging in there they're looking good they're barely they're winning their games but barely winning some of them you know what i mean yeah but no my eagles look great dude uh my fantasy team i lost the pat so my season's over <laughs> why even bother now right? yeah i don't care he's the only one i really want to beat everybody else it doesn't bother me but losing to him it was it really put a bitter taste in my mouth? But the sad part was, it seemed like every league I played in this week, I played against Jalen Waddle and and Tyreek Hill. <laughs> You're playing the Dolphins everywhere, were you? Yeah, yeah, it was like a thousand points. Or I uh, against Tua, Waddle and Hill, and then yeah. if I didn't have Allen on my team, Allen was playing me. So it was that kind of weekend. <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't do well at all. I went 0-3, although my son's perfectly happy with what the Bucks did to the Saints. So his season's over. He he don't even care if he watches football the rest of the year. All he does, he hates the Saints. Mm -hmm. So the fact that the Bucks beat him, he, he made his made his year. So. No, well, I might have to put a little Saints gift in the mail and send it to your boy. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the one thing he would. He, he's a super sportsman now, so he's got like a lot of stuff from a lot of different teams, except for the Saints. Mm. <laughs> Nothing from the Saints. Yeah, so. I might have to get him a Drew Brees jersey or something and send it to him. <laughs> uh, just don't get him a Lattimore jersey. I'll tell you that. How about that one? Oh yeah. And then Mike Evans got suspended for sticking up for Tommy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, he came in out of nowhere like a jet. What's that? that? Great. What was <laughs> that? He came in, he came in from the sideline out of nowhere like a jet, and once he saw it was Lattimore that he uh, was uh, with Tom Brady, that was great. Yeah, he's so, like, I might not be able to beat you on the field, but I think I could beat your butt. Uh, it was super. I yeah. liked it. So. Yeah, I just wanted to see Tommy fight for himself. <laughs> he's a 45 year old quarterback he's got people to do that for him uh his own wife's kicking his butt so i guess not yeah that's what i've heard yeah so. i think she could take him too <laughs> but now i'm looking forward to this week my eagles are looking good i'm excited about the weekend i went one and two i lost in our league i lost in my league but i i I won in my other new dynasty league. We have a new dynasty league we're doing. My buddy Joey started that also has you have th you start three defensive players too. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, you start one linebacker, one you start one D lineman, one linebacker, one defensive back. And this part of the show is being brought to you by the Adventures of Carmen and Brian. And believe it or not, Robbie Bottoms even kicked in a couple dollars to sponsor this part of the show, John. Yeah, he seems like he really enjoys the sports talk too. 
Yes, he loves drinking a glass of wine and some caviar listening to football talk. I know he's doing that right now. Absolutely. So I'll tell you what's playing in the background, John, is Disney Food Blog is at Epcot, and they're showing every single food item on the menu. And I'll tell you what, there hasn't been anything that hasn't looked good. <laughs> Everything has looked delicious. Yeah, yeah, there was uh, quite a few appetizing-looking items out there. So. Yeah, I felt bad for you. I thought you were going to get to go for your birthday, John. No, no, no. Crash and burn, baby. Crash and burn. Well, I, I mean, on the good news, tentatively, we do have a vacation scheduled now for, uh, of course, we had to cancel January, so it was a good thing. Uh, I know Judas and Tommy scheduled something, but um, that they wanted to come on vacation anyway. It wasn't just us. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that you didn't schedule anything. Um, so January's out the door. Uh, we've got something tentatively scheduled right now for April, but that's just... That really is just for Lisa's uh, mental well-being, so she can look forward to something in case she yeah. didn't feel well. Yeah. So I don't know if it'll happen or not, but it's there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, so. there's a slight chance I could be down the end of October, maybe beginning of November, depending on how my job situation goes. Yeah, that'd be nice. So worst case scenario, maybe we can get you guys to come over and meet us for dinner one night or something. Yeah. Yeah, and hang out with us for a little bit. We're going to try anyway. But uh, I don't know, Johnny. This job, I've been at a year already, and it's coming to an end. And uh, It's bittersweet. I love the people I'm working with, but can't stand the job anymore. Does that make sense? Oh, that's most jobs I've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you're still loving yours there, aren't you, John? Uh, parts of it. Uh, just some people. Some people, Doug. Some people. I know, and... The good thing is, John, you're better than me. You know how to handle him, some people. I don't know. If you're old and you're afraid of the rain, don't go to freaking Disney World in the summertime. That's all I have to say. I mean, really, if you're that afraid of the rain that you have to walk across the uh, the bus load zones in front of buses because it, it's a shorter trip to your load your load zone, then you should really be at Disney in the summertime. It's going to rain, buddy. It's going to rain. Well, I think that's most people with anything right now. Everybody's so damn entitled. Everybody's offended and entitled about everything, Johnny. And yeah, and a lot of time. Yep. What's and, that? And nobody wants to be told no for anything. Like, rules and regulations are not meant for, for anybody anymore. There's no well, law. It, There's it, We're in a lawless country right now. And for, and for a lot of things, we like to blame the youth and, uh, and kids on that, and younger people. These yeah. are old guys. No, they're crotchety old I men too. Yep. Four times not to walk across there, and he just kept trucking along, ignored me, and he was not. Uh, a, he was a a uh, a white bread guy, so I mm. knew he understood what I was trying to say. So no, we're a we're a lawless we're a lawless can't blame nobody for nothing country right now. Everything is somebody else's fault, not mine. And personal responsibility. There ain't any. It's always somebody else to blame. Even if you can, even if you can't pay your student loan, you get that paid for now. You know, there's no responsibility for nothing. I wish I'd go out and buy a car tomorrow, John, and say I'm not paying for it. Cry. I, I, I Instead of me going out and going to community college for a couple years, so and going out and buying a... like That would be like me going out and buying a Mercedes instead of just buying a Kia like I did. I, yeah, I... 
I could drive the key. It's going to do what I need to do. It's going to get me educated. But no, I need to go with the Mercedes degree and not be able to pay for it. Am I wrong? There you go. Yep, yep. So, but apparently you get that. I, I, I'm thinking about going to school, John. Just get the money and not even go to school. Nah, I don't know if it'd work that way. Give it a shot, though. Oh, I mean, we could. <laughs> you should tell JJ to file for that money, John. Uh, the ones he get, you know, ones he got weren't uh, qualified for that. Yeah, so, yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah, uh, of course it wasn't. Anyhow, legendary Walt Disney World musician and Epcot pianist Carol Stein to retire, John. Is that the lady in the room? Yeah, she's at the American Adventure Pavilion. She's incredible, man. Yeah, she's uh, quite entertaining. Right, uh, right up there with Yeehaw Bob and uh, Guy at Casey's Corner, right? Yep. Uh, yeah, she's uh, and so Saturday, November fifth, twenty twenty two, will be her. Carol Stein, the Epcot pianist, has announced that she will be retiring from her full time position as a musician at Walt Disney World on Saturday, November fifth, twenty twenty two. So, if you want to go out and see her and pay her some gratitude, go check her out. Her final performances at the Rotunda are the 26th, 28th, and 29th. So they're next week. Uh, at the end of this week, middle of next week will be her last ones. Kyle will return to the Rose and Crown Pub on October 3rd, 4th, and 6th. Her final performance at Epcot will be November 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. So she announced it on Facebook, John. So she had a nice announcement over there if you want to go over there and read it it was very sweet and nice that she you know thanked everybody and so but i'll miss her she was phenomenal i and i hope they not that she can be replaced but i hope they get a replacement because i i hope this is an excuse not to have that entertainment too just to put an extra uh, couple gallons of gas in bob's car yeah, yeah, just the fact that uh, she retired hopefully doesn't mean that they don't have live piano playing out there. Uh, it always gave, uh, especially the Rose and Crown, where I saw her several times, always made it a little more of a festive spot. So. Yeah, I, she, yeah, I loved her at the Rose and Crown, Paul. I mean, I liked her yep. in both places, but a lot of people would go show up at night and hang out with her. So, and her playing, you know what I mean, John? It was a cool hang. Oh, absolutely. Nah. Full guide to all the Epcot 40th anniversary limited time food and drink. John, you ready for this? Sure. Uh, Connections Cafe available September 29th through October 3rd. They got uh, Choza de Margarita available beginning on September 30th. It's a new margarita. And they got a new funnel cake available October 1st and 2nd. Celebration funnel cake with vanilla ice cream whipped cream sprinkles and for, and a 40th candle on it john so the garden house uh sake cocktails flight features samurai mr fujio mr fuji and tokyo sunset and violet sake and then they got like a 40th anniversary cake here john which really looks pretty cool uh what is it a uh, Clarified margarita tequila, and then they got a Fran vanilla custard topped with blueberries, whipped cream, and a Mexico 40 white chocolate ganache garnish. So it looks pretty good. Uh, Nine Dragons restaurant, John, available September 29th through October 3rd. Uh, where are we at here? 
I'm sorry, the screen decided it wanted to skip. Uh, Don Don noodles, spicy pork, and with a Sichuan sauce, peanut butter, sesame, shredded cucumber, and green onions. I'll tell you what, that looks pretty good, the uh, the spicy pork, John. You like a spicy pork? Ah, I like most things spicy, so yeah, sure. This is where I'm excited to go. I, I, me and Brenda's probably going to try to do lunch here because I heard the availability is better, and I actually like the lunch menu better than the dinner menu. That Space Restaurant 220. I, I haven't. Do you know anybody that's eaten there yet? Uh, some of my Facebook friends have eaten there, and I, I think for the most part it was positive. I think there was a couple of mixed reviews, but uh, for the most part I think it's pretty positive. Well. I barely heard you, but you said most parts was positive. I think you muffled yourself on that one, Johnny. Uh, from what I've heard, it's mixed reviews, but I think most of them are positive. Okay. So. Yeah, me and you read the lunch and dinner menu, and I think we both preferred the lunch menu. Yeah, it was certainly better price, that's for sure. And they just have a crema. It's a vanilla cream custard, lemon snow, citrus segment, and a spicy ginger crumble. So they have a dessert. Sunshine Seasons has a figment sponge cake, John, with a honey lime mousse. It would be cool to see what the hell they made it, how they made Oh, there he is. He looks, I don't know if it's figment or not, John. <laughs> <laughs> really. It's a stretch. Stretch. It, 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 if you, let me put it this way. Now that you told me it's figment, I can kind of see figment in it. But if you didn't tell me it wasn't figment, I would have no idea what it was. It would look like sushi with horns on it. If you hold it up to the sun, squint your eyes. Yes. Uh, tap and Edo, John. They have a 40th sake teeny. I've never had a sake teeny before, John. Sometimes there's things best left alone. And and then they got some other dessert here. I mean, uh, it's like, uh, hold on. What is it here? I'm trying to read this. A version combined sake with butterfly pea flower creativity, blah, blah, blah. Trying to see what the... It doesn't show me what... There was a plate. It kind of looked like some kind of sushi. Like tunas and a bunch of... A uh, bunch of different things on the plate. It looked like some tuna, some salmon, and some like... Uh, I don't know what the other would be. White... Some kind of white fish, John. But it, look, it looks pretty good. I don't just... I don't see what the name of it is here. Tokyo Dining has some specials over here. To see. They have another Soctini, just like there. So, there, there's the they're the latest new ones. We read a few the last week too. Remember, John? Yeah, you know, uh, with uh, the 50th anniversary going on for all of Walt Disney World, you kind of forget that it's 40 for Epcot. You know, so. Yeah, I'll tell you what it. There hasn't been as many things popping as you thought there was going to be. I mean, other celebrations have had a lot more than what this 50th is. I can't wait to get down to see it, but everybody I'm talking to, they aren't, they were more, I think they were more overwhelmed people I know from other anniversaries than this one. Have you heard a lot of love about any particular thing? No, the Year of a Million, uh, uh, what was that? The year, year of a Million, million dreams. dreams. Yep. That was the best celebration I've seen, ever seen of anything. Um, that mm. by far blew this one away. And I don't know if it, COVID had that big of a factor. I'm sure it did have a little bit of a factor with um, the, just the timing of everything. But, yeah, it's it, it, 
It's long it's enough not, out. I hear you. It's long enough out, though. I'm just tired of COVID being blamed for everything. You know what I'm yeah, saying? They've been yeah. playing it. They knew 50th was coming for a long time. They actually had a, a long time also to be able to work on the parks without the crowds being in it, which should have gave them even more of an advantage. Yeah, but when the, when we did come back, it was everybody was wearing masks and six feet distance and, yeah. and live shows were gone. So anything they had planned for that type of stuff, it was out the door. So, I, yeah. I don't know. I, I think it really threw everything for a loop. So. Yeah, it threw it for a loop. And then I also, in my opinion, I think they took advantage of trying to get rid of a lot of higher-paying jobs, and they used this as an excuse to get rid of a lot of the live entertainment. Because they broke a lot of the unions. As, not the union, but they, they got rid of a lot of high-end. It all started with uh, off-kilter, if you remember. And ever since no, that was and, long before that was long before COVID. Though. No, no, I'm saying that's where it started. Yeah, and oh it, yeah. And it yeah. seemed to have been wrong because Off Kilter wasn't the only one. They got rid of the uh, the British invasion. Slowly yeah. but surely, they've been cleaning house on anybody that made any kind of money in in the in the frontline workers. They all the corporate mo- people they continue to make the money, but all the frontline workers, anybody that seemed to be making anything, they kind of got rid of. They're trying to get rid of, in my opinion. But Doug, they got rid of off kilter so they could give us dancing chainsaws. Oh, dude, was that was that the biggest disgrace of anything you ever seen? That might have been one of the worst ideas that ever. And how does an idea like that even make its way all the way to, to implementation? You know, I mean, somebody somewhere. Didn't the lawyers, when they looked at it with the possibility of insurance, uh, say something? Didn't the the eco people that were so worried about stuff uh, worry about the chainsaws and cutting down trees and uh, polluting the environment nobody nothing no well i think whoever created that show was the same people that said let's go mount these barges permanently out in the middle of this beautiful (laughs) you know yeah they probably got promoted if they did such a great job with the chainsaws that you know if I if I hit like the two that like that big know how that person just hit the billion dollars and a couple hundred million blah 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 if I hit that kind of money I would find a way to put the ugliest piece of crap out on the main road or somewhere where Bob and Bob both have to look at it like I would find their neighborhood and put like a big statue of a turd at the end of their street. <laughs> And dedicate it to them. So here, look at this every day so I can ruin your view. of. My, see, this is my dream area, and you ruined it for me. I would, like, try to find a big turd and get it bronzed and put it at the end of the street. Would you, okay, okay, well, all right. You'd be on board with that, wouldn't you? Sure, sure. All your uh, <laughs> donations to charity and bronzing turds, you bet. Yes, Absolutely. <laughs> Latest look at Journey of Water, Inspire My Moana. Dude, there's just, you look at the picture of it, I still can't figure out what's going on back there. <laughs> yeah, I've talked to a couple of people, and I, I believe the best thing we have is some kind of walkthrough exhibit. I'm going with something like Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse, but water, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. 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 It, it, you know, it, it, or Maharaja Jungle Track of Water. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, all I see, John, is like eight different areas with with two or three sections of scaffold up that they're yeah. working on. That's all I see. But, I mean, I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to get back to Epcot without the damn cattle shoots up front. But I'll tell you what, I think the cattle shoots look better than the barges. 
Well, yeah, because you can't see the barges when you're in a cattle chute. So, yeah. 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 yeah, I would agree. At least you can paint cattle chute. Yeah. Tropical Depression 9 hurricane conditions may impact Disney World theme park area in Florida next week. There are a couple hurricanes coming your way, John. Yeah, it's lining up. It, it's the cone of uncertainty includes all the way from Tampa to uh, I think uh, almost a big bend in uh, up up near the uh, our where our state curves. So uh, somewhere in there, it's probably going to hit. But uh, again, they don't know. They, you don't know this until literally a day before. So, but we'll see. Dude, half the time our stupid weathermen don't know day off. Yeah, I know. Uh, like I said, I, I tried to talk my godson Jimmy into becoming a weatherman. I told him, you make millions of dollars a year, you never have to be right. It's the only job on the planet that you never have to be right. You can, you can literally change your mind. Like, there's always a building. Which, well, this trough, this high came down, and, and this it pushed out this low. And then this, this what you call it, this... This extended flow off the coast pushed this this way. And and all they say is, would, could, should, maybe, possibly. They never say yes, no. There's never a direct answer. Everything is a, is a there's a cop-out. It's a gray area, every word that they use. Yeah, they've been somewhat accurate with the hurricanes the last couple of times. But Charlie, if you remember Hurricane Charlie, the one that actually hit directly into Orlando, uh, came up to Punta Gorda. It made a right-hand turn out of nowhere and smacked into Punta Gorda and then came up, and nobody had predicted that. Nobody at all. So no. it, it was like they had no clue. It was supposed to hit, I think, Tampa or north of Tampa, and when it got down uh, south of Venice there in Punta Gorda, it just made that sharp right-hand turn. Why? Nobody knows. It did. So... And they'll sit there. I mean, the worst one up here was is uh, one of our forecasters years ago. He actually left town after that one. He guaranteed it. He said we were getting like 16 inches of snow. It was the biggest snowstorm ever going to hit. We didn't get a flurry. <laughs> We've had some of those, too, where uh, you got to hunker down and batten the hatches. And if I ever hear the phrase, hunker down out of freaking weather deflux mouse, I turn the freaking channel. I can't stand that phrase anymore. Mm. But uh, you got to hunker down. And, and then we've had a couple where you go outside and the wind's barely three and a half, five miles an hour. Ooh, my lawn chair almost got knocked over. Ooh. <laughs> uh, even though I am glad when they are wrong, when it, when they're predicting that. Oh, yeah, that. absolutely. Yeah, here we are complaining about it, but yet at the same time, no, I don't want to get hit. <laughs> well, my problem is is I'm in the construction business, and my jobs depend on it. And my mother-in-law for years would fight me about, oh, I'm sorry, my law. I can't call her mother-in-law. I, I'm sorry if I offended anybody by calling my mother-in-law mother. I apologize. My, uh, what would I call her, John? In-law. Yeah, whatever. Man. But anyhow, no, my mother-in-law, she used to fight me all the time about the weather. Your, your, your wife's birth giver. Yes, there we go. <laughs> no, I, I can't even call my wife my wife, can I? My partner's <laughs> birth giver. Oh, my God. Yes, that's what I need to teach myself now. But anyway, my partner's birth giver, she would constantly disagree with me about like the weatherman. And then finally, over the past few years, my birth giver-in-law, she kind of agrees with me about the weatherman. And she would wonder why I get so angry. It's like, if they're telling me it's going to rain tomorrow and be sunny in the next two days, I would do my inside job tomorrow and schedule my outside jobs in the next two days. Then it would never rain yep. that day, and I would lose work. Because You understand what I'm saying? Because now it's yeah. raining the following day, so I'm missing a couple days of work a week. 
And and that's money in my pocket. Not just that, it backs up my schedule. And and they would do it to me constantly. And she the, she would the birth giver would constantly <laughs> tell me they they said that. Well, yeah, they would change their mind from six o'clock at night till six o'clock the next morning. Yep. And then they would act like they told you the whole time. But anyway, John Test Track experiences a second day of downtime. Disney will be giving money back to your per day ticket because one of the E attractions was unexpectedly closed. Am I right about that, John? Uh, sure, Doug. You bet. No, but this is one of the rides, though. You can pay extra for it to go on it in Lightning Lane. So when it's down, we should get Lightning Lane reversed in my pocket. But anyway, it's been down again. I, I don't know what is broken down. What do you think? That or Rise of Resistance? I think Rise of Resistance has a more breaking down uh, average than Test Track does at this point. Yeah, by far. I've got a buddy who works on uh, Rise of the Resistance. It's constantly down. All the time. So. No. That's sad. And that's what, all kidding aside, John, when I talk about the money for this and all, I'd say 50% of the people right now going in Hollywood Studios, the main thing they want to get on is Rise of the Resistance. Will we disagree with that? Well, yeah. It's the main reason you're dropping that $109 minimum for, to get in that park for the day. And if that ride's closed, it's kind of ruined your day. If, I've had days, I've seen days where both of them are down, the Millennium Falcon and Rise of the Resistance. Now, the Millennium Falcon don't break as much, but I've seen them both down the same day. So, uh, Disney's Festival of the per Fantasy Parade drops to one performance per day this fall, John. You're only going to uh -huh. get one parade. So, if you guys like a parade, make sure you go to the first one. The 3 o'clock is usually the one they keep, so. Uh, Disney previews, they have all kind of 40th anniversary merchandise, John, for Epcot, so. Um, I'm looking forward to checking some of that out if I come down. I, I, I think I'd lean more towards the 40th anniversary of Epcot. If I had to get one T-shirt or one souvenir, would you get the 40th anniversary of Epcot or 50th of Disney World? Uh, probably 40th of Epcot. I haven't seen much 50th that I like a whole lot. So. I don't like everything's too gold and foo foo for me, John. <laughs> There's one blue hat that has the partner statue on it and it has 50th and gold in it but it's kind of um, just kind of an accent and it looks good but other than that that's about the only thing I've seen I like mm. I agree with you on that Epcot Space 220 restaurant celebrates first year with three new series of Space 220 collectible trading cards John so Ooh. oh my goodness not collecting any of them. Limited time perks for Disney's annual pass holders at Typhoon Lagoon Water Park. So if you guys want to get the the savings, uh, you better do it now. Oh, I like this. Mexican. Mexican fine dining restaurant. Rosa Mexicano. Coming to Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin in early 2023. So we're having another restaurant, John. I'm always happy about a new restaurant. Yeah, absolutely. I wonder where they're putting that at. In the Swan and Dolphin. What? Where? I don't know. So I'm, I, I, I'm assuming that one of the other ones didn't close, right? So. No, or, uh, here we go. Rosa Mexicana rival Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin is truly exciting moment of our expansion. The opening reflects our founding chef 
Josefina Howard's vision of introducing Mexican culture, traditions, and authentic Mexican heritage to the world, said Jim Dunn, CEO of Rosa Mexicano. One of our once the restaurant is open, we will offer Orlando Market a fresh take on Mexican food, authentic Mexican heritage, and culinary techniques, and lively dining. What are they going to do? Have a, hope they have a mariachi band. Oh, that would probably be too stereotypical. No, I, I don't. Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like you go to a baseball game. You want to hear "Take Me Out to the Ball Game," don't you? Pretty much. Yeah. Yes. I, uh, I want to hear a. I love a mariachi band, dude. The restaurant home by Manuel Trevino, vice president of culinary, will feature dramatic design elements familiar to fans of the brand to transport guests in unique culinary journey. 5,500 square foot restaurant will offer various seating areas and capacity of about 300 guests, including a 30 person bar and a beautiful private dining room that will seat up to 50. I'll tell you what, the food looks pretty good here, John. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, these margaritas, they have some salty glasses, John, but they look really good. Frozen margaritas. Signature frozen pomegranate margarita looks really good. So, uh, Rosa's Mexicana is the perfect partner to enhance our current dining options, said Sean Werner, area general manager of Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin. We pride ourselves on offering the best... Quantity, quality restaurants experience for our hotel guests as well as local Orlando residents. Rosa Mexicana delivers that promise. We're excited to be the home for their first Florida location starting early 2023. So I guess January, February. Uh, guests can receive the first taste of Rosa Mexicana during this year's fall during the Swat and Dolphin Food and Wine Classic, November 11th and 12th. That would be cool. Yeah, get a little preview. Yeah, so the food looks really good, John. I'm excited. I love a new restaurant. Speaking of restaurants, I had my buddy Robbie, who I work with. He's one of my buddies that works for the company. And here he was down in Florida last week for a wedding. And he calls me up. He's in Disney Springs. Where should I eat, dog? Where, what, name a good place, blah, blah, blah. And he's saying, they're really not, his wife's not in the mood for fish. Where would you go? So where would you have steered him, John? There well, were six like, of them. Uh, I thought there were six of them, and it ended up being 23. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, if he wanted good home cooking, I'd send him to uh, uh, Art Smith. That's exactly where I sent him, John. I sent him, I told him, I said, go to Homecoming. I said, there's something on the menu for everybody, because they do have the mahi-mahi, they have salmon, you know what I'm saying? They they have shrimp salads, they have shrimp. They have a lot of options in that restaurant, and everything I've ever had there is good. 23 people went there, John, and he called me up the next day, and he couldn't rave enough about the place. He said one waitress took care of all 23 of them, and she was phenomenal, he said. And he said he had a wonderful time, and he, not one person out of 23 had a complaint. Now, that's pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah. Every meal I've had there has been excellent. So uh, I have nothing bad at all to say about uh, homecoming. So, other than that, I would have said Edison, uh, especially since you said that wasn't mood for everybody wasn't mood for fish. But Edison's got quite a variety of uh, stuff on their menu, and they've got hanging bacon, which is always good. Yep. So. I I told them I and the other one I suggested is uh, Wolfgang Puck 
his new bar yeah, and grill. Yeah. I, I said that would have been perfect too. Because I know they, I know Robbie and them, and I know what he kind of. He's a friend of mine. I know like STK would have been too much. You know what I'm saying? Uh, well, pa- STK doesn't have very good reviews. I haven't heard no. really good things about it at all. So. No. So, and I knew that would be a little too highfalutin for him too. If you get what I'm saying, like yep. they wanted to go have some fun. That they're yeah. they're they're. He's not a drinker at all. He he's actually been sober for like twenty some years, but. He, you would never know it. You, if you hung out with him, you'd think he's hammered. He's just a good time, not hammered as far as out of it, but he's always up, joking, laughing. He, he's always having his best, living his best life, him and his wife. And they want to go to a place where they could actually giggle and laugh without offending anybody. Yeah, right, there you go. So, yeah, homecoming is perfect. I'm, yeah. I'm surprised they were able to get a reservation for 23 people in that time. Yep, so. yep, 23 people. Well, what happened was, is they were actually there two nights, so what they did is they actually went back the next night. They made the reservation for the next night. Okay. And they all went back, so. Nice. Uh, we already read that. We read CEO Bob Chake is, is a cheap SOB. Uh, did I say that out loud, John? Yeah, yeah, I think you did. And he says, as long as you spend it, we're going to stick it to you. Is basically the cliff notes of this article. Extortion <laughs> <laughs> and uh, right to the point. But, but isn't that about exactly what he said? As long as you allow us to stick it to you, we're going to we're gonna charge you. Am I wrong? Yeah, if you're going to pay for it, we're going to charge you. Yeah, that's basically what he said. We're doing what you're asking for. As Lou Mangiello, as his lawyer, would spin it. Let me spin it this way. Only uh, play devil's advocate. Yes. Uh, Magic Kingdom hours extended in all October. It says so. They're they're giving it little extra Magic hours in uh, September in October, John. Which that's good. I don't see much else here, Johnny. It's been a pretty slow work week. Well, you had D23 last week, so yeah, generally the week after, it's pretty, not a whole lot going on. Uh, wait, breaking news, Tron, still not open. Okay, oh, <laughs> uh, It says, in October hours extended at Epcot, it will close at 9 p.m. now. It opens <laughs> no, at, it opens at 8 and will close at 9. It's saying it's open a half hour earlier. I've actually heard guests talking about that on the on the bus when we pull up to the Magic Kingdom. They go, there's Cinderella's Castle, there's uh, Space Mountain, and there's Tron Coaster. Weren't they working on that the last time we were here two and a half years ago? Yeah, 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 they were. Yeah, yeah, sure enough. Dude, we completely, completely remodeled two towers, a 14-story tower with 11 units in it, or 15-story tower with 11 units per floor that's 155 units we remodeled not counting the weight i mean the workout room downstairs offices and my building had 15 rooms per floor with 12 stories so we've remodeled completely two towers completely gutted every room redid them faster than they could build tron john I'm fairly certain that they built uh, uh, Pandora in less time. I'm fairly certain, almost certain, they built uh, uh, Star Wars Land, uh, Black Spire Outpost in less time, less time, don't you think? Oh, 100%. I think they, yeah, I think they, they built all of Star Wars Land faster than they built Tron. This is, it's just amazing. I mean, and again, Doug, they have one. It's not like this is a brand new attraction like Guardians of the Galaxy was. This is, this is uh, the same ride they have in Shanghai. I mean, they've got the blueprints. They knew what they were doing. I mean, and it's like, if you were going to keep, if you knew you were going to screw all this up, this like they should have made the train first. 
They built a big tunnel around it so that at least the train could have ran if they knew it was going to yeah. take this long. Yeah, if they knew, I don't. I, I have no idea how long it is now. Four and a half years. I, I mean, honestly, how did they start it when I wasn't working out there? I don't even remember now. It's been so long. So, no, uh, it's it's crazy, dude. And and I'm sorry. I I'll be on. And you and you'll. I think you'll vote the same way. What are you more excited about now, Tron the coaster or the train running again? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to hear the train again. That would be yes. Fun. I mean, the park isn't the park. Dude, how awesome is it when you're walking through the lands and you hear the Walt Disney World Railroad announcement and them going by? Hear the horns. Yeah, you hear the train and you hear yeah. the boat whistle. So. Yeah, it's like, I mean, put this the damn gather already. Give me my train back. Bulldoze Tron down. Just give me my train back. That's all I care about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, my goodness. So what do you want to do, Don? John? You want to do uh, double trouble real quick with two more rides at at the Magic Kingdom? Yeah, sure. Okay, pick a ride at the Magic Kingdom you want to wax poetically about. I'm gonna pick or uh, unpoetically. What are you gonna pick? Yeah, I'm gonna pick a. Uh, I'm gonna pick. No, do I get to pick two or just the one? Uh, yeah, I'll let you pick both this week, John. All right. Well, we're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna. Uh, we're gonna go throwback here. We're gonna go Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse and the Tiki Room. Ooh, Tiki 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 Room. A Tiki 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 Room. Uh, I'll start with Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse. That's where I got my heart, my ice heart attack. You know, from the doorway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely love the Swiss Family Treehouse, and I hope they never do away with it, even though I am getting older and it's going to be harder and harder to do as I get up there. But I can still handle it, I think, for at least another 10 years. But I absolutely love that ride, I mean, that attraction. But the thing, the only thing is I don't like about it is when you're when you're going through it with a group of idiots and you got to let them go forward or behind. Like, yeah. The, the, I, I, like, if you have the kids that are not interested in it and you're going to start fighting with them about being interested in it, just leave, please. Am I wrong? No, absolutely right. Uh, Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse is the best themed queue in all of Walt Disney World. Yes, because <laughs> the whole thing's a queue. <laughs> it pretty much is. I, I know I've seen, seen some people go through it and, and they get to the end and they go, wow, that was great, but where's the ride? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. If you, I want to go and I want to enjoy looking at all the little uh, stuff and the setups they have, the dioramas they have set up, and then you get to the top and you want to turn around and take a picture of the castle because it's a great view from up there and all that type of stuff. So, yeah, uh, if you, I mean, I don't understand why you would go on that and be in a hurry. There's no point to go on that and be in a hurry. So. No, and you'll get that, and then you'll get people, uh, and you'll hear it. No, look at this, honey, honey. No, look at this. Get off your phone. Look at this. Look, honey, honey, <laughs> honey. Look at this. Get, and you're standing next to him, and I, I'm like, uh, like Brenda, you know, she, I squeeze in my hand to like say, well, she don't want to be here. Don't call her. I don't want to hear you tell your kid a hundred times to look at what they're not looking at. And I find that on a lot of rides, but more there than anywhere. Like it's like yeah. they're, they're dragging them through it. Well, if they're you're dragging them through it, don't ruin the good time for everybody else. Because the whole idea of that is to slow down, look around, and enjoy the view. Find the obscure thing in each of the rooms that they're showing you of the treehouse. Am I wrong? Yeah, and that's that's fun. That's one of the things. Uh, 
it's it's great if you happen to have a, a copy of that movie before you actually go on vacation to bust it out and have your kids watch it because it means a lot more if you actually have just seen the movie and uh and you could say it's, it doesn't date well. Uh, J.J. loved it when he was a kid. So he actually still watches that every once in a while now. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it holds up decently well for being a movie made in the 70s, 60s, 70s. So. Yeah, it's awesome. It fits right where it is. It, it's, it, you oh, know, yeah. In the middle of summer, Perfect. don't do it. <laughs> if you're, yeah. It's hot. Don't get a Dole Whip and do it. How about that one? But man? I love when we're there. And for me, through Christmas... Christmas is another one to go up there. It's beautiful to see the lights from up in the treehouse at night. Yeah, it's nice and cool too. So. Yeah, it's like the perfect time. Christmas, like November, November, December, January, February. It's an awesome. It's a nice little. It's a nice little excursion to do. You know, and, and I enjoy. Yeah, I really enjoy. What's that? And it gets your heart beat. Yes, I really enjoy it, and something I hope they never take away, because I I love it. I love. I love how the the Imagineers made it. I mean, it's so cool, like seeing all the odds and ends of how they survived. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The different and, things and they made to live off of. It's it's actually a uh, a prime example of reuse the items that uh, you're giving because uh, the what they were able to reuse from the shipwreck is is quite fascinating. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know, but I really enjoy that. And tell me what you like about the Tiki Room, John. Uh, what you just sang, the Tiki Tiki Room song. Uh, uh, you know, originally Walt's idea was to make this into a uh, di- a dining experience. Could you um, imagine eating listening to that? I mean, <laughs> Rainforest Cafe is bad enough as it is. When uh, sometimes you're trying to have a conversation and those monkeys and all go off, it could depending yep. on where you're sitting by a speaker, it could be a little off putting after a while. The oh, thunderstorm's cool the first time, the eighth time you're eating, it's not so much. Uh, yeah. Uh, you think the rainforest is bad, man? You got to try T Rex. That asteroid hits. Holy cow! It <laughs> blows up the whole restaurant. So. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, yeah. So it would have been a dining experience. But it's interesting that uh, well, they they said that the people were, and at the time you have to take it with a grain of salt. We're talking sixties here, mm-hmm. uh, or whenever. No, I read was, that too about the dining. Yeah, but uh, that it was going to be. Uh, that people were so fascinated with the animatronics at the time that nobody want, would get up and leave. And so they were afraid they would just have constant people just sitting there, kind of like the Explorers Club at Disney Springs, where no, there was no turnover. So uh, it, it was turned into this idea. And at Disneyland, supposedly, they sell the Dole Whips right outside, and you're allowed to take the Dole Whips inside. And at Disney World, uh, they ask you not to take the Dole Whips inside. Why? It's kind of bogus to me. So, uh, but Why? I don't know, and I think Forever it was uh, sponsored by uh, uh, Dole, so yeah, it kind of makes sense. So. No, it's I I don't under I I don't understand that. I mean, that, anywhere in the world that you should be able to drink and eat, it should be in there, dude. Yeah, yeah. Th- this is one of the attractions I remember going on with my mom and my stepfather. So let's get some sentimental sentimentality that way because she was always fascinated with the thunderstorm. Look, it's going to rain. It's raining. No, Mom, it's not raining. It's not... <laughs> no, it's raining. I'm telling you. Okay, Mom. So. <laughs> nah. No, I love it. What The thing I love about it to make the short but sweet is to think how they made that and Lincoln and all that stuff back. I mean, it. it's 50 years ago. I mean, over 50 years, John. 1963, I think, the one opened in Disneyland. 
Yeah. So yeah. you're you're talking over sixty years, about sixty years, John. It's crazy to think, you know, uh, the technology to make that then compared to what the technology is now. It's just amazing. That, the forethought and and all the animatronics. That's why I hope the animatronics never go away in the parks because I don't care how much freaking mapping you do, it's still never as cool as an animatronic to me. That might be one uh, that the uh, stereotypical birds at the beginning and during the show they maybe uh, bring somebody's ire at some point. At some point, uh, Doug, you know, because oh. they are definitely uh, uh, there's a Spanish one, there's a. Uh, uh, German one, so at some point, don't be surprised, somebody gets offended with those. So. Uh, I don't think you could offend the Germans at all, John. <laughs> <laughs> I know we don't want to offend the no. Germans. No, well, I think the Germans are off, you know, they, they, they could be offended all you want, apparently. I think they, I think yeah. they've, well, after what they did, I don't think they, I think they haven't paid all their penance yet, so you're allowed to pick yeah, on the Germans. Yeah, you John. may be right about that. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah. the bottom line is it's from 1963. Nobody's trying to hurt anybody. Let's just listen to Tiki Room for what it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the the birds both had mothers and fathers. That's how they be, were born. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Johnny? I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, biologies are really Yeah, but <laughs> now uh, another bit of news too is, John, they're getting ready to, you'll like this as a Disney Vacation Club member, but they put the picture up at the Contemporary Refurbishment project begins at Disney's Wilderness Lodge and Contemporary Resort next week. Disney Wilderness Lodge and Contemporary Resort will both start refurbishment projects next week, John. So your DVC, some uh, some of your availability might be going down. Disney will be refurbishing some guest room balconies at Copper Creek Villas at Disney's Wilderness Lodge beginning September 26th. Guests will see and hear refurbishment work in and around Copper Creek Villas during daytime hours. Refurbishment work is expected to be completed in early November. Now this is the thing that I get aggravated with too. Uh, and then I'll tell you, because I'm not aggravated often, but on Tuesday, September 27th to the 29th, refurbishment will take place in the common area on the 12th floor at the Contemporary Resort. Guests will see and hear refurbishment work throughout the resort main tower Atrium during daytime hours, typically between 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. Some elevators will be out of service while work is completed, but all walkways will remain open. Now, some of the things I get aggravated with, and it, and to me, it doesn't bother me as much because I always dream of working there and stuff like that. And a couple times I peeked in on the construction workers because you know I tell them I'm on the job, John. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the police officers, I'm on the job, so I could get into look at some things but it doesn't bother me as much but it, it aggravates me when i would go check in the resorts and two buildings next to the one i'm staying is is under construction i think when you when you like they do say it on my page on like on my disney travel app if you're on the travel agent sites they do have the schedule of what works going on around the property so if you're a good agent you will read it to your clients but there's been many times where I book trips where Disney employees do not tell you, yeah, the main pool's down this week. Uh, yeah, we are on major construction, and, and you know it might be noisy there. If you don't want to hear it, like they should let you know what's going on when you're spending four or 500 hours a night. Do you agree with me on that? Yeah, but the thing I would say, I mean, you know where I book rooms now is obviously off the Vacation Club site. And, yeah, when you uh, say I put in November 13th through the 20th, 
and I pull up all 22 resorts or 22 available uh, DVC properties, the ones that are going under construction, it's in big, bold, red lettering at the top of it. Uh, there is construction going on during your ex uh, expected stay time. So and that is awesome. And and yeah. they do show me that as an agent on my site. Yeah. But when I'm telling you, when I call to book it, when I even book, because I, I still book uh, through Disney's site when I am booking a trip for somebody. But like I was saying, was the first, second time you disappeared, but the first time during this recording. Uh... On the travel agent site, they do show you this stuff, but I still book old school way, John. Like if I book your trip, I'll take all your information down. I still call Disney because I want human beings working. I don't want to order off the laptop. I can get all the prices off the laptop. I do all that. But when I actually book the trip for you, I like to talk to somebody and confirm it. Even though it goes through on the computer, I still don't trust it the way I get confirmation from the Disney employee. Does that make sense to you? I suppose, but then they're not going to tell you, and if you're on the laptop, it's going to tell you. Yeah, but the point is, I'll tell my client, but when I'm booking these trips, I think they're, the cast members are going through the same site I'm doing. I don't understand. They have to be told, don't let any, they, not, they don't, they're not told to tell you, apparently. Because usually, they'll, they'll tell you anything that COVID rules and this rule, and that, they're, they're there to tell you a ton of rules, but they never seem to have the information of, yeah, the main pool is going to be closed. Oh, we do. You do know you want to tell your guests that three of the main buildings are being worked on, so it might be noisy in the morning. You understand what I'm saying? Like I, I barely get that because I had it where the Wilderness Lodge pool was down, and I went to book there, and I, I, I talked my clients into getting a moving. I wanted to talk them into moving over to Animal Kingdom, and when I called there, the main pool was down at the Wilderness, Lodge, and that's one of the best parts of the Wilderness Lodge. That main pool. It's a beautiful pool. Yeah, and, it's a lot of fun. And they didn't even tell me it was shut down. It was shut down for a month for refurbishment. And they were okay with it, but I was trying to get them to go to Animal Kingdom because that pool being down. Because that's amazing. And, they, they're, and the reason for that was they liked to swim. They they wanted a couple pool days on their seven-day trip. So, But I just think they should elaborate more on what work is going on because... It doesn't bother me, but it will bother certain people to hear drills and hammers and saw saws going off all day on your vacation. Yeah, yeah, it's not something I'm looking forward to, but... No. With me, I could kind of sleep through it because it's what I hear all day. It's kind of like, uh, yeah, hey, Joey, I can't sleep with no noise. I'm used to sleeping here in New York City with the cabs and the noise and the crowds. You know, they go down south, there's no noise. All they hear is crickets. They usually can't sleep, people from the city. Am I wrong? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, I always hear people from the city complain. It's too damn quiet. I can't sleep. They're used to, they're used to fire whistles and cop cars going up and down the street. Nah. White Rhino Milo celebrates his first birthday. First birthday at Disney's Animal Kingdom. He's a big boy, John. Yeah, he's a big fella, isn't he? Yeah, he's adorable for a rhino. Yeah. He's just a chubby unicorn. Yeah, there you go, John. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a very good one. But anyhow, anybody not, uh, yawning at you for folding their strollers? No, I just had the buffoon today that ignored me for uh, <laughs> walking across the bus uh, load zones in the rain. So, uh, Other than that, no, I don't think I've had any. I haven't had any issues this week. I take a couple of days off of Lisa, so uh, today was my first day back, honestly. So, okay. Well, this is a very positive thing for one of the last things I have in the news. 
which I know you're going to like this, because this is one of my favorite things in all the park. With the mapping and all, Disney has knocked this out of the park. I bow down to whoever created, did, who's ever created the design of this. The Tree of Life Awakening Beacon of Magic resumes October 1st at Disney's Animal Kingdom. As the days get shorter, nighttime magic is coming back to the Animal Kingdom with the return of the Beacon of Magic and the Tree of Life Awakened. Both projection shows are expected to return to the park beginning October 1st at 7.45. The park is scheduled to close at 8 p.m., making this show the perfect way to end your day at the park. You can watch the Beacon of Magic program in the video below. There's a video of it. It is, I love, absolutely love everything about the Tree of Life Awakens, don't you? You'd think when they were doing this, it was like they spent, I don't know, $200,000 on this, and they spent, you know, a million point five on uh, Rivers of Light, and then this just blew it all Rivers of Light away, and they're like, crap. <laughs> I mean, this is such a better show than Rivers of Light ever could even be. By the way, Judas, Johnny is poo-pooing on your Rivers of Light. <laughs> That's close, though. I mean, there's nothing left to poo-poo on. Yeah. Maybe they had to drag the barges over from uh, Epcot, put them in the middle. <laughs> That's what I said last week, John. Absolutely. A big, big wasted space, all right? So. No, bring the barges over and use them as food trucks on the water, John. <laughs> Somebody said uh, drag one close to the uh, close to the shore, have the fountains go off, and make a splash zone for the kids. And uh, why not? So. Yeah, they are absolutely disgusting, dude. I, I was looking at them earlier today. Right now, I'm watching the bird show in the background, which I love. I love everything. I love Animal Kingdom so much. I love being in Animal Kingdom. And it is not a zoo. And it drives me nuts when people try to call. I have a zoo in San Diego. And, and there's no need to go over to the Animal Kingdom. You know what I'm saying? Just a zoo. You, don't that annoy you? I hear that probably once a week on, on the buses. So, yeah, we're going to uh, Magic Kingdom, we're going to Epcot, we're going to Hollywood Studios, but we're not going to Animal Kingdom. We have a zoo at the house. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going there. Your zoo's a pile of garbage, garbage compared to what Animal Kingdom is. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, anyhow, yeah, I, it's just Animal Kingdom, Joe Rody and the whole team of Imagineers did a magnificent job with the Animal Kingdom. I love Everything about it, from the old rusty fans hanging everywhere that look old and stuff like that. That's what I love about Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom is a picture painted every way you look. Can we do? Can we agree on that? Yeah, the, my favorite area is Africa. It's uh, so well themed. Yep. Um, including the electric poles and all that type of stuff. The Coke bottles being the uh, uh, the things on the on the uh, electric lines. Uh, I don't know. It, there are certain places you can stand. You can overhear. Um, supposed conversations and stuff like that like there is on main street so yep. yeah all that little stuff like that just really makes sets the scene you know yep. so. i love the way they have maharaja jungle track and uh gorilla falls because they have so many areas where people that are in a hurry that their kids are being annoyed i don't want to be here this is boring you know but there's always spots to uh or the, somebody complaining that they don't... There's always spots where you can get around the crowd. They did a good job with those paths to make it where there's these openings constantly where you can get off and get away from people for a little bit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, and the pass around Tree of Life. I mean, yeah. there's, there's some, some animals hidden back in, in some of them paths, some birds, uh, that giant shark fish. 
that I, I always have to look at. So uh, there's all kinds of little things sitting back in there. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I, I mean, the Animal Kingdom is the one park that when people come home and they complain about it, I'll go, did you do Maharaja Jungle Trek? No. Did you go Gorilla? No. Did you see? And, and you'll ask them like 10 things if they've seen and they didn't even know it was there. Did you go to Backlot Express? Did you take the train? Did you go? Am, am I wrong about that, John, at all? Like, it's, it's the park that they want you to explore and nobody's in the mood to explore. No, they do, uh, they do Pandora. They do... Uh... Uh, maybe Kalim- Kilimanjaro safaris and then dinosaur and expedition Everest and call it a day. Yeah, that's generally what people do, and they they completely miss the uh, jungle track. They completely miss Gorilla Falls. They don't do the. Uh, yeah, d- and, d- and, and if you go to Animal Kingdom and you don't do Festival of the Lion King, you're not my friend. No, I'm just saying. Or or you go to them. <laughs> Did you see Tough to Be a Bug? What's that? Well, you know that big huge tree. There's actually a theater <laughs> underneath of it. Oh, I just what? thought it was. I just thought it. I just thought it was a sculptured tree. Yeah, I did too, Judy. Oh, yeah, I thought it, you. Oh, there ain't nothing in that park. You'll be like, really? What do you mean there's nothing in that park? And uh, how many times? I, I get it all the time, and it annoys me. And then I have so many friends. Like I even think Robbie at first wasn't the warmest on the Animal King. Now, now he loves it. If you get what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot of people like that. Like. At first, they didn't love it, and then they grown to appreciate it. And and, and I, I think you got to really explore that park to enjoy it. And and there's so much... Like, we're all we talk about now in this day and age is... I mean, looking at your gas and electric bills, John. I, I mean, literally... You remember the parquet with butter and margarine when you open the lid? Butter. Yeah, that's how I open my mail now, and I'm afraid to, to open the bill. I, I, I'm scared to open it up and slide it out. But one of the things that's incredible about peel back the layers at the Animal Kingdom, it, like you gotta explore. I mean, and 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 in this day and age where we're all worried about electric cars and gas and this and that and the other thing, well, you learn more about conservation at the Animal Kingdom than anywhere else. So I mean, anybody that's all into this whole conservation and and saving the planet, you should love Animal Kingdom more than any of the parks. You should boycott Magic Kingdom for the stupid go karts. <laughs> there you go am i wrong yeah yeah i mean well and i guess that's part of it too doug you have to have an interest in animals to enjoy animals. well if you don't have um, an interest in an animal you're not a friend of mine <laughs> i'm just saying there are some people that are not interested in animals they don't they don't find the whole biodiversity very interesting well don't and be so, alarmed johnny i'm sorry i don't know if they want to be called animals presley's yelling at me tonight you don't want to be called a dog no more a uh, a canine creature, a four-legged. Uh, yeah, I got a, <laughs> we, uh, Yeah, he he kind of giving me dirty looks. He don't want to be called dog, so I don't know what to do. It, so we should call a cat a dog and a dog a cat. I I'm confused, John. But anyway, if you don't love animals, you're not a friend of mine, John. I can see this. I'm gonna get a letter on. on, on this. <laughs> I'm in trouble for this. This is what I get for coming home from work, John, and doing the show. I'm, I'm a cranky old man. I'm, we're the two old men up in the balcony this week, John. Yeah, yeah, just full of uh, pee and vinegar. Yes. Oh, is that right? Should vinegar become before pee? I don't know. John. <laughs> Should we say vinegar and pee? I mean, have we offended somebody by that? I don't know, John, but. Anyhow, no. Go love the Animal Kingdom. Explore the Animal Kingdom. Me and Brenda love it there, dude. 
I I mean, Magic Kingdom is it. I love Hollywood Studios for the newer rides. But if I had to rate the park, I think Animal Kingdom and Epcot are our favorite two places to be because I can adult at them two parks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can chill. I can yeah. be an old man and hang out and find places to go hide and enjoy yeah. myself. So... And I think Epcot's great, too, because Epcot and Animal Kingdom, too, are the two parks you enjoy being in the parks more than the rides. Can we agree they on are, that? They are by far the two best places to have a cold beer and walk around and explore and look at things and uh, notice things that you hadn't noticed before. So. Yeah, so you your parking spot? Uh, just pulled in. Okay. Well, you got to go shopping tonight? Yeah, I'm going to pick up some stuff. No. No. My wife was out with my mother-in-law this weekend, and we're fighting because she got the Walmart napkins. And I swear they cut my face every time I wipe myself with it. <laughs> Literally, I could crawl, I could crumble up uh, paper from my printer, and I think it would be softer than what these napkins are. Yeah, so they're I, not high. They're not very high cotton count, that's for sure. Holy moly, dude! Literally, I, I feel like I get a paper cut every time I wipe my hands or my face. They're like wiping with a... Uh, they're literally... They feel like tissue paper, John, is what they feel like. <laughs> so, but... Anyhow, as you go in and get your few items, uh, go birds. Go bucks. Yeah, go birds. <laughs> anyhow, we, uh, we... I don't think we play each other this year. We Maybe NFC Championship game. Maybe, maybe. So... But, yeah, I'm looking forward to this week's games. Thank you for doing this on your ride home. Uh, next week, we'll do two more restaurants over at the Magic Kingdom. Uh, when are we going to get out of the way? Uh, Aladdin and Dumbo, John. We, we, we're going to have to do those two on the same day because there's going to be a All lot right, yeah, to we'll talk the, about. We'll do the restaurants next. And we'll have to line those two spinners up at the same time. <laughs> that, that, that would be, uh, that's another show. Name uh, five rides that you forget they're even there, dude. Every time I walk, every top, every time I walk up to Magic, the, the Aladdin ride, I forget it's there. What about you? Yeah, I remember when it wasn't there. So it, 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 I, that might be, Doug, honestly, one of my like four things I've never done. I can't remember if I rode that with JJ when he was very small or not. Uh, so I rode it with Jimmy, and that was yeah. when he was eight. So he's twenty six now. So eighteen years ago, whenever it was, whenever the last time I was there with him. So it, I forget it's there. I walk around the corner every time going by, uh, headed up to the Jungle Cruise, and I look over, and there it is. I'm like, I forget that's here all the time, dude. Yeah, don't forget too much at Camel Spin and hit. Yeah. Well, that's the best part about it, watching somebody get spit on from me. <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't stopped that yet. That might be offensive too, John. Get camel spit. God forbid you get spit on, John. Fun and games, you know. That'll yeah. be the next thing. Listen, you know, Disney, I want to file a complaint. You have an animal spitting on me. You know how nasty that is? I'm surprised. The camels. Uh, there's Stitch that does it at Disney Springs. Yeah. Actually, when you play the uh, the Pirates game that uh, I used to do with Pirates of the Caribbean, that whole ex exploration game, there's a black cobra that comes on and up and spits at you on that one. So there's all kinds of creatures that can spit at you out there. So. Well, I don't know if that one's to be called Cobra, John. You better watch yourself. The snake lovers in Florida might sue you. Could be. Yeah. Uh, but anyhow, everybody, all kidding aside, I'm just having some fun. Everybody, please be kind to one another. 
Uh, put your strollers away, John. Yes, hold your strollers and send your angry emails to Frank at the WDW Main Street Podcast. Or Paul. Frank and Paul are evil <laughs> twins, John. They're, they're our evil twins. I, I still can't believe we were called Frank and Paul. And and I've, li- I've been... The one was, I'm a long-time listener, Paul, and you a defend... <laughs> okay. What? Okay. I don't think we've ever had a Paul on the show, John, to be quite I'm, honest with you. I'm fairly certain, no. So yeah. That's good work. Yeah, so... But anyhow, we will talk to you real soon. Say goodbye, John. Bye-bye, folks. Have a great week. Bye. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.